Josh, recently my days have gotten dense as uh, different economies have kind of kicked back up again and work density and sequencing has definitely come into a new way and it's not the same as it was. No, and I, I don't think we're a special case. I think that many people are struggling with this and struggling with managing the time they have because like we've said before, time is a resource, right? And it's also the only resource that everyone has the same amount of. Why don't we talk about time management today, Josh? Yeah, let's do that. Launch out onto the loop with us as we discuss time management on Curiosity Continuum. Hey everybody, this is Brian. And this is Josh. Welcome to the podcast for Curiosity Continuum. Curiosity Continuum is an industry-innovating, non-traditional company passionate about growing wisdom in the next generation. We are the essential bridge between the analog and digital worlds by building collaborative communities that unleash the power of adaptive expertise and innovation needed to thrive in the 21st century. We combine and mix essential elements needed to empower people to succeed in new ways not possible outside of a creative, thoughtful, diverse community of fellow curious people. Follow us on your favorite podcast app to receive notifications of new content. If you like what you hear and want to dive deeper, visit us at curiositycontinuum.com. Thanks for tuning in. Let's start the conversation. All right, Brian. So we kind of alluded to this at the beginning. Didn't allude to it. We actually said it. We're talking about time management today, right? And yes. all the ways it's changed and all the ways that we do time management. And maybe people can kind of, I would think that I would hope that they would kind of share their expertise with this and also kind of share their struggles with it too. Huh? One of the tricks with time management is allowing yourself a flexible structure. Now, for people who are really productivity experts, they're going to talk about you really single focusing on certain tasks. I'm not talking about a focus issue. What I'm talking about is allowing the variance in your time. Now, right off the bat, you're going to say, now, Brian, I thought this was going to be managing time. <laughs> but <laughs> here's here's the deal. And this is where I'll use the example of taking my children like to school, for example. There's a certain amount of time it takes depending on the time of day, the day of the week, sometimes how much coffee my son tried to drink before he went to bed, which was not a bright idea, and it drug him behind. <laughs> With time management, I think the first thing people need to do is that you can't cut it so razor tight that you don't allow human variances to happen. I don't mean like, you know, it takes me 15 minutes to get there. I'm going to give myself five hours of time. <laughs> no, but, but that's important though to leave a variance because if you do pack it so tight, and a lot of people do, just remember that you're not going to get everything done in your day. There is going to be, there's going to be casualties. Like you're going to have like 20% of that just not happen. So just be yep. aware of that. Like if you don't build in some flex time, it's just not happening. You know, what I started to do also was actually like when I eat my meals as much as I can, I stop working. And yes. yeah. oftentimes like I can just like, I can cook something. I might even like look at email while I'm cooking. Sure. If I'm at home, like working from home. And then I will try to keep doing things while I'm eating. And what I've tried to really force myself to do is put in the time just to chew my food, let it sit for a moment. 
and just then go back to work. It really helps when you're doing a lot of digital work. Yeah. It's kind of easy to keep going, but it really is counterproductive. Well, the thing with digital work and um, that kind of work too, like office work, is if you don't, I mean, any work, I really feel, if you don't take that break, you're just spreading yourself thin. People aren't made just to continuously, just constant. You're going to think you've got more done than you really did. I mean, your your work quality will suffer, especially you won't, and you won't retain a lot of what you're doing, especially during your lunch period, because you're eating. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like I've found that um, during my lunch, I do kind of the same thing. I like to like put the phone down even. And just kind of like for like at least 15 minutes of my lunch, I'm just kind of like eating my food and just looking outside or doing something like that. I find that it really is a restful kind of thing. Let's talk about that for a minute because in time management, it's like I have 27 things to do and this is how I'm going to get it done today. Right. Now that's some resource planning. I think the angle where we really should talk about is the, again, we talked about like a little bit of prioritization. Yeah. And Allowing yourself to do well at those things and then say, oh, I can also fit this in. Because what happens, honestly, I've seen this happen. It's been me at times also. I try to build in enough time managing the time so that there are those pockets of rest in between. Sometimes you'll see that if it's just a meeting, I'm talking for an hour and I might push my next start 15 minutes. Why? Because I need the brain break to go out and do it. Mm -hmm. So a time management more than like, this is exactly how the Jenga puzzle fits together. Although if I push this one, everything else is going to fall apart. Now I had this guy who I was trying to meet with. He was the notorious rescheduler and all the things. Eventually I just got tired and shagged out from it, to be quite honest. It was like it moved a day. It moved forward an hour. It moved back two hours. It moved another day. And it happened six times before you got a chance to meet with him. And so it just became a little bit burdensome to try to make that work because he was managing his own time. Right. But when you work with people and you work on a team, <laughs> yeah, you, there's other time management trying to happen there, right? Yeah. So I think we should talk about that a little bit. Like if you are on a team or if you are working with others or if it's not just you, you do need to build in the flexible part of your day. Like you need to say, okay, well, if this guy is going to meet, I should not have so many things packed up before it. That I, I, that if one thing happens wrong, that I'm going to just totally like bork the whole day, you know, <laughs> like I'm just going to say, oh, I'm going to just say, okay, well, I got to push my meeting with Brian. Now, if you are a person that pushes meetings, hey, stuff happens, things happen, make a mental note of it and write it down, do something because don't push that meeting with that person the next time. I have done right. that. Like always, if you're going to push one meeting, don't push two in a row. And I mean, it's different to reschedule. Like if you can call somebody and say, you know what, can we do this a little earlier or can we do it a little later? And if you're several days out, like try not to do it, like you know, uh, 20 minutes before the meeting, you know, <laughs> and Brian <laughs> and I, have, Brian and I have done this to each other before, but that's kind of a different thing. But in a work environment, it's kind of like, okay, I think we need to actually take this seriously. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, for our relationship, 30 plus years of spending time together, like there's yeah. some latitude there, to, there's stuff to that do happens. a little bit more. Especially stuff like when we, for example, like when we record, we do usually in the evening. And sometimes I've had a bad day or Brian's had a bad day or one of his kids say, hey, I've got this thing going on. And we're like, okay, let's just I, reschedule, you know? Yeah. 
there's a fa- failure of time management on my part to go, oh, and then I need to build in 25 more minutes to make sure I change clothes and look presentable before I go to this exactly or something, you know? There was another, I'll tell you another story. There was this guy that, another guy I tried to meet, not different guy, years ago, and met with him a couple times. It was actually like a very good lunch. Like I really enjoyed it. Got a chance to learn more about him. And sure. it, we never were going to do like direct business together, but it was really a good way to compare notes and for me to learn. Then what happened is I showed up at lunch three different times. And I texted the guy, I called him and said like, uh, you showing up? He goes, oh man, I totally forgot. And this guy looked embarrassed at me because we, you know, we were in the same circles. And then when he basically stood me up three times in a row, I go, this is, I ain't doing this no right. more. What happened is, is, is you're not checking it. Now look, I did this the other day. I had a, a coaching client and it was supposed to be, it was a, it was an ad hoc session. And I thought, well, it's like Zoom. Because that's how a lot of times with this, I'll do Zoom because it's convenient to kind of broadcast from wherever and they can broadcast from wherever it's convenient for them. And we still have that connect. I still talk with people in person, obviously. My gosh, if I didn't look at the calendar go, oh my crap, I'm supposed to be at this location and I apologize to him. <laughs> and I comped some time right. for him. So it all worked out well in the end. But you know. And that's different too, though. Because it's yeah. different. Yeah. Now, we probably at this point in the podcast, you probably think Brian and Josh are some of the most disorganized people, but we're actually calling out the times when it's happened to us or we've done it. Generally speaking, Josh and I have always been conscientious about showing up early, keeping commitments yes. and being cognizant. We say we're going to do something, and, we do it. Yeah. And that's where the graciousness kind of comes in because it's like we know that 90 something percent of the time it's going to work just the way that we expected it right. to. Now, I was helping a friend of mine who was a photographer at this company I was working at at the time. And this was actually, every meeting in this company was always running 20, 30 minutes late. And so when I asked the executives to come in for their headshots, because I was in the marketing department at the time, I'm like, these homies aren't going to show up. I'm going to be sitting here. And lo and behold, they showed up all together like 10 minutes early, dressed for it. (laughs) I looked at them. And I said, because they're former military, I said, you guys showed up on time. He goes, of course we know how to show up on time. I'm like, but every meeting is late. They go, look, when you're in the military, you know, you learn how to show up on time because if you don't, you're really going to pay for it. (laughs) And so I think what was interesting is the context was the internal meetings would kind of be willy nilly. But when it was the photographer and that time was hers. An external commitment. Yeah. They held to it. Yeah. And it was, they all showed up the way they needed to. And this was a casual workplace. So it wasn't like they cut, it came wearing suit and tie. Like they had to bring it, they had to prepare it. I actually learned some things about lighting that day and holding the reflective thing is the, I think it's the best boy is the term for it. And just, okay, this is really cool. And I learned what that was. And also to, to take instruction well so that the person who was running that show could help manage their time as well. They knew how to get it. And so some of that, Honestly, in listening to other people manage their time, it's taking the direction well so that everything can run smoothly. Yeah, that's a good point, Brian. It's also a good point, I think, um, you know, like when you build in that time, like time management and the beauty of it isn't always when it goes right, right? It's when it goes wrong and you're able to still do the work. And yes. I, I think that's part of what I want to kind of focus on in this time cast, a podcast. And that's why I think we were talking about building in the flex time because a lot of people don't do that and a lot of people don't take 
external commitment seriously. They just think that, hey, I can push them wherever we want to go. But also, I also think it's important to realize that you may not get everything you have planned done in a day, and that's okay. So how do you ever, like, what are some things, like, when you have to act something from your daily schedule or when you have to say, look, I'm only going to be able to do this for an abbreviated amount of time, is there, like, a hierarchy of things you think about in your head when you do that? I will have to prioritize. Not everything is most important. Right. So there are things you get done. Now, there's a lot of good leadership folks that say, like, what's your top three things to do and go get it done? I would. There's other people that will say, uh, there's a sales coach that I follow, and I love her, all of her tips. Is she, What she recommends also, too, is you, you divide, especially if you're self-employed, what are your revenue-producing things if you're in a job? What are your non-revenue-producing things? So, for example, like if I'm sitting on site uh, coaching somebody, that's a paid time for me. That's a revenue-producing activity. If I have to actually prepare my invoicing and do things, they'll get me money, but I don't get paid to produce the invoice. So you can push that, and that's what she's saying, right? Yeah, and she's saying that basically know the times when you're going to focus on your revenue-producing things, which move it forward, and also allocate the time. Like, this is my time when I'm going to do all the tasks of finance. I'm going to do my mail. I'm going to whatever it might be. Like, there are certain times you're setting aside so you know the nature of the work. And I think when you talk about time management and building the flexibility, you have to ask yourself these things. What is the priority against other things in my day? It's okay if those you have 25 things and you get three done and you get those three things done really well. Second thing I would say from a business context would be what is your revenue versus non-revenue producing items? Sure. Right? I think a third thing to keep in mind is the the personal nature of it. We live in a society where I could, hey, I can dial in on the phone and there I am or a wave at Josh over video chat. Right. But there are things that you physically need to be there for. Yeah. Right. If my mother calls me and says, I need you here because you of a family up. thing. Yeah. yeah. I'm you like, show well, let me delegate that to my assistant. Ain't going to happen. <laughs> no. <laughs> like there are just things. And it happens to all the powerful people in the world that you think that they just outsource their entire life. There are certain things they can't. Some of that you have to realize what do I personally need to show up for? And be ambitious. Try to fit those things in. Now, when Josh and I talk about the time management and the slots, though, you know those little things that you say, well, I can't get this started because it takes an hour of time to go do. Now I have an extra 10 minutes because I showed up early. Maybe I'm going to clear out my email inbox in that meantime. Maybe right. I'm going to do that. There's ways that you can kind of structure the big chunks every day, and then you can find those little spots to put stuff in. Or... If you need the time to get from one place to the other, get a drink of water, you're set. Yeah. And like, I want to dial into that personal thing too. Like sometimes you have to show up. Sometimes you have to be the one to do it. I remember one time in school, in high school, um, it was around, I think it was like the end part of the year. And we had like four projects due. And I remember I didn't get one of them done. And I went up to the teacher when we got like into class, I went up to the teacher. I said, look, I always want to tell you something. I had to prioritize my night last night. And unfortunately, this class did not land at the top. And I had to get, <laughs> I, I was brutally honest. And I said, this class did not land at the top. I had to get my math homework done and my science homework done because quite frankly, those are bigger parts of my grade than this class, which is elective <laughs> and those weren't. Yeah, And you know what he said to me? I remember this. He says, you know what, Josh, thanks for being honest with me. You can take till Monday to get it done. 
And then there was a whole bunch of people who were like, hey, hey, hey. You know? <laughs> and he's like, he goes, he goes, okay. He goes, I understand you guys are, pre- are you, we ask you to do too much sometimes. So even mm-hmm. a teacher realized sometimes that we had to make those, but we weren't taught that at that point in our lives. That was just something like, I was just kind of like, if you got to give me a zero, going to have to give me a zero. Because I think I, when I went up to him, I said, I'm going to have to take a zero on this assignment. And he's like, well, why? Hey. And then I explained it. Yeah. And it was a valid thing. And of course, you know, the teacher was, I don't, Brian will know Mr. Olson. He would have been, he I was the that most was him, yeah. laid back teacher ever. But if you were honest with him, he would get it. So I think if you do have to prioritize and it is something that is a personal thing, be honest with people. Say, look, yeah. I'm sorry. I just can't fit this in my day to day. I'm, 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 I apologize. Let's just redo it. You know, time boundaries are important and it communicates like, here's the resources I can spend. This is when I can spend it on you. Time management, honestly, is a proactive look. If it's ever reactive, You're doing you it haven't wrong. prepared correctly. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's the piece of it where if you say, well, I'll wait to figure it out then, it's too late. It's already too late because you, you haven't shown up like kind of on the balls of your feet or walked into it prepared. You're kind of going in like, yeah, I'll wing it. If you're talented enough, you can only wing it. You can wing it to a certain extent, but it'll always crack. And usually it's at the expense of other people's time to show up. Sure. And it's at the expense of how you look to other people. And in business, that's not always a good look, you know? No. It's, you want to uh, be prepared. You want to you want to show uh, that their time is valuable, too. So when you're thinking of time management, think of other people's time as well, not just your own. Fair. I think we've ram- we've rambled on, huh, Brian? Yeah, we didn't manage this time as well as we could <laughs> <laughs> this podcast. <laughs> no, we're good. Consider what we say well. Take a moment. Take a moment after this podcast to consider your life and talk about things with people. It's all things considered, yeah. Uh, yes. Until next time, this is Brian. And this is Josh. For Curiosity Continuum. Mm-hmm.